0: Welcome back, everybody. Man, it's been a week since I've seen you all, but I'm so thankful to be back. And uh, last week, if you were unfamiliar, we had our Youth Summer Revival Retreat in Oklahoma where we had hundreds of young people, I guess a little over 100 young people, come to Oklahoma and experience revival in their life. And it was a powerful, powerful week. So last week was great, but I'm so happy to be back in the studio with you. Today, I'm going to be starting our new series on the ministry of angels, what the Bible says pertaining to angels. We're not going to get super deep into it today, but I'm going to give you a bird's eye view, a general overview of what the Bible says angels are here on the earth to do with Christians. But before we get into it, I want to say hello to everybody. Hello, Andy, popping with Andy, Cassidy, good morning, Sophia, good morning, Jose, Laura, Liz, God bless you, everyone. As you're jumping on, Amber, of course, one of my favorites. Thanks for joining me today. Now that we've been seeing such increase on YouTube, we will no longer be going live on Instagram. Just so you know, that's an update. I'll be putting that update out on Instagram sometime today to let people know that we will only be going live on YouTube, at least for the time being. So as you're jumping on right now and you're watching, give this video a thumbs up and type in the comments where you're watching from. I always like to see where people are at in the world. Football mode, good to see you. Angie, God bless you. Good morning, Angie. One of my favorite things about the increase that we've been seeing is all of the people that join us for these live streams. I get to meet all these new people. I get to know where you're at. What interests you. And we get to press into the things of God together. Cassidy is in Iowa. I know Cassidy's in Iowa. Amber's in Texas. I know Amber's in Texas. Let me know what state you're watching from and also let me know where at in the world if you're in another country, let me know where in the world you're watching from. Ruth in Miami, Florida. God bless you, Ruth. Francis in Namibia. God bless you in Namibia. Someone said, is God coming soon? Yes, Jesus is coming soon. Dublin, Ireland. God bless you in Dublin. Well, praise God. California, good to see you. We're going to get into it today. This is the ministry of angels. See, the Bible says that we're not to be ignorant of spiritual gifts or of spiritual manifestations, spiritual things in the heavenly realms. We're actually created to operate in the supernatural realm. We're created to operate with angels. To operate with God's servants. If you were here, I would say, can you say amen? If you study the life of Jesus when he was on the earth, Jesus knew about the ministry of angels. He said, surely to Nathaniel." he said, you believe in me because I said, I saw you under the fig tree, but surely you'll see greater things than this. You'll even see angels ascending and descending upon the son of man. So Jesus knew about the ministry of angels. He knew that angels were a significant part of the Christian walk. Remember, Jesus' life was a prototype. It was an archetype of what the Christian walk is to be. So we look at Jesus's life and we model our Christian walk after the life that he'd lived. He said, greater signs than these will you do in the earth. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So now that we have the Holy Spirit, we're born again. It is no longer us who lives, but Christ who lives in us. We operate in this life the same way that Jesus operated in this life. I want you to type in the comments... Say, I'm supernatural. I'm supernatural. I don't operate on the same realm that everybody else operates on. I'm not on the same plane. I'm not on the same level. I operate in heavenly places. The Bible says I've been raised up with Christ. I'm seated with Jesus at the right hand of the Father. So I operate out of heavenly places. Meaning that the ministry of angels is a ministry for me. I'm supernatural. Praise God. So I'm going to give you four things that you must know about angels today. You can write this down if you're somebody that takes notes. And as you're jumping on, I really appreciate it that you give this video a thumbs up and you share it with somebody else that needs to know about the ministry of angels. These are four key things you must know about angels. And make sure you stick to the end of the video because the fourth one is the most powerful one, in my opinion. It's the most important one today that we're gonna cover. So stay to the end of this video so that you don't miss the fourth key of the ministry of angels. Number one, you must understand there's different types of angels. So there's different angels that are responsible uh, for different jobs in the spirit realm. You can write that down. And this will be part of number one. Warring angels. There's angels that are specifically assigned to do warfare in the spirit realm. There's specific assignment is to do warfare in the spirit realm. Hey, Colton, good morning, brother. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible says God spoke it to his servants. He said, my people, they destroy themselves due to a lack of knowledge. What that means is that God's already put everything in your, in your uh, vicinity, to have good success. He's put it in the word of God. He's given you his spirit. He's given you his angels, which are ministering spirits sent to help the saints, the inheritors of salvation. So God has already set us up for success. But he said, my people destroy themselves because they simply have a lack of knowledge. If you don't know that you have the ability to commission angels, if you don't know the different specific jobs that angels have in your life, then you'll just be destroyed because of your lack of knowledge. But on the contrary, if you know why God has put angels in your life and what each type of angel is to do in your life, you'll have good success because you'll know how to commission them. You'll know how to get them to ascend and descend on you just like they did in Jesus's ministry. Somebody type this in the comments. I can commission angels. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 1. I can commission angels. When Jesus gave me authority in the spirit realm, he gave me the ability to commission angels on my behalf. And I'll show you what the Bible says about it. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. This is what it says. Are angels not all ministering spirits? sent out to minister to those who will inherit salvation? Are angels not ministering spirits? Or another way to say it, how we would say it today, angels are ministering spirits that are sent to minister to those that receive salvation. So you can write that down. Angels are sent to minister to me. They work on my behalf. They're from heaven, sent from God, to help me in this life. And as you're jumping on today, again, make sure to give this video a thumbs up and share it with somebody. Let's see if we can get up to 70 viewers today. Right now we're at 50. I want to see us get to 70 this morning, live. Our goal is to have 100 people on our live streams in the morning. And then we'll move up to 200. And then we'll move up to 500 and then 1,000 and then we'll just keep going up from there. God is a God of increase. So angels are sent to work on my behalf. Well, if I know that they're here to work with me, I got to know how to work them. If I don't know what needs to be done in the spirit realm, then I won't know how to use my angels. I remember a great man of God one time. He had a vision of Jesus. And in this vision... He saw his angel behind Jesus, brother Kenneth Hagin, a prophet of God. He said, as he's looking at Jesus in this vision, he saw his angel that was assigned to his life standing behind Jesus. And he kept trying to say something to him, but he wasn't able to get the words out of his mouth. So he asked Jesus, what is the angel trying to say? And Jesus said, that's your angel. He's trying to give you a message from God. And he said, but you have to use him. You have to know how to communicate with him. You have to understand and have revelation of the ministry of angels. So his angel actually couldn't even get him a message because he wasn't aware of how to operate in the spirit realm using angels. So number one, there's warring angels. Angels that are sent on your behalf... To war for you in the spirit realm. You can write this scripture down. Daniel chapter 10. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but you can go read it on your own time. In Daniel chapter 10, I'll give you a summary. In Daniel chapter 10, you see Daniel needs an answer from God. So he's fasting and he's praying. And as he's fasting, I don't know if I said good morning to Logan yet, but good morning, Logan. As he was fasting and as he was praying, 21 days later, the angel Gabriel appeared to him. And he said, Oh Daniel, you're beloved by God. The moment that you started fasting and praying and you humbled yourself and set your heart on God, your message was already sent to you. But he said, I struggled to get to you for 21 days. Because the prince of Persia, a principality of Persia, a fallen angel that was over Persia, withheld him for 21 days. So he needed help. Look at that. We got 68 people on. Glory to God. We're going to hit 70. Those of you that are joining me right now, we're talking about angels. So he said, he withheld me for 21 days. Until the archangel Michael, which is a warring angel, was sent to push him off. So God sent a warring angel to help the angel Gabriel and to help Daniel push off the principality that was over Persia. Warring angels help you in the spirit realm to kill principalities. Warring angels... Are sent to help you push back darkness. They're sent to help you uproot religious principalities, lustful principalities. Any principality will require not only your authority in Christ but the help from angels to push them back in the spirit realm. You have authority over angels. And I'll show you this. Go with me to 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6. These are four key things that you must know about the ministry of angels. Number one, there's warring angels. Angels that are sent to fight for you in the spirit realm. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15 through 17. This is Elisha and his servant. When a servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, a force surrounded the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what will we do? So the servant of Elisha, looks outside and there's armies that are surrounding the prophet. A literal army surrounding the prophet. Verse 16. And he said, Do not be afraid, for there are more with us than with them. I want you to write that in the comments. We have more with us than there are with them. Then Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes And let him see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw that the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire that were surrounding Elisha. See, when you're a servant of God, a man of God, a woman of God, God has more warring angels that are surrounding you, surrounding your family, your property. There's more with you than there are with the devil. God has angel armies. He's the Lord of hosts. He has angel armies that surround and encamp around his righteous. The Bible says the angel of the Lord encamps around the righteous doesn't just hang out, doesn't spend a little bit of time in camps. There's camps of angel armies that surround me, surround my house, surround my finances, surround my health. They surround my life. Everywhere I go and everywhere you go, angel armies are surrounding us. There are more with us than there are with them. Glory to God. So number one, Warring angels. What that means is when there's spiritual warfare going on. You can rely and you can commission. Warring angels that are assigned to me. As I fast and as I pray, I commission you. Uproot the plans of darkness. Uproot the gates of hell in this city. In this business. In my house, in my family, in my finances. Go to war on my behalf. Protect, guard, encamp my possessions. And push back the enemy's forces in Jesus' name. There are more with us than there are with the devil. Number two, these are the four key things you must know about angels. Number two, there's messenger angels, or I like to call them revelation angels. The Holy Spirit is the revelator. He's the one that gives us revelation of the word of God. But there are messenger angels, angels that are sent on your behalf to deliver messages and to deliver messages to you. Jesus said angels will ascend and descend upon the son of man. Let me find that scripture to give you a reference. John 1, 51. Truly, truly, I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Why would he say ascending and descending? Because the angels are already on the earth. They're already around you. They're already here now. They don't have to descend and then ascend. They're already here. God has already put them on the earth. So when you commission them, then they ascend and then they descend. I remember listening to a testimony of a man of God that said he was taken to heaven one time. And as he was taken to heaven, he saw these warehouses of body parts in heaven. There were hearts, there were lungs, there were kidneys, there were arms, there were ears, there were eyes. And he saw angels going in and out of the warehouses, bringing body parts to the earth. That as people would pray for the sick and as there were major crusades, these angels were giving people new hearts. They were giving people new eyeballs, new ears. They were replacing body parts. God has warehouses full of heavenly treasures that he's ready to pour out on your life if you're ready to receive them. Somebody type in the comments, I'm ready to receive it. So angels will ascend and descend upon you and your ministry in the earth when you know how to commission them. Number two, messenger angels. You've got warring angels and you've got messenger angels. Again, you can read Daniel chapter 10. And in Daniel chapter 10, not only does Daniel get help from the archangel Michael, who's a warrior angel. But he gets help from Gabriel, who brings him the message. Gabriel is the messenger angel that we read time and time again in the Bible. He brings the word of the Lord to God's people. God is ready to bring you fresh revelation. He's ready to bring you an on-time word. He's ready to bring you your answer from the heavenly realm into the natural realm like he did for Daniel. If you'll humble yourself, if you'll set your eyes on Jesus, if you'll fast and if you'll pray, God will send a messenger angel to bring a message into your hands and into your ears and into your hearts. The angel will strengthen you. When, When Gabriel showed up to Daniel... Daniel lost all the strength in his body because the glory of God was so strong on Gabriel. But it said, as Gabriel spoke to him, he was strengthened. God will send angels into your life in a time of need, in a time when you feel weak, in a time when it seems like you're at a dead end or your back is up against the wall. God will send an angel with an answer for you that will strengthen you. When Elijah wanted to commit suicide in the desert, God sent an angel to cook him pancakes and told him, take a nap, chill out. I got an angel coming to help you. God is going to send angels, I want to prophesy, in this season of your life. God is about to send angels into your life that will carry messages that will take you to the next level. They'll carry revelation that will move you up higher in the spirit realm. They'll carry answers and they'll bring heavenly treasures and heavenly rewards into your hands in this next season of life. In Jesus' name. These are four things you must know about angels. One more scripture for messenger angels. Luke chapter 1. Go with me there quickly. Luke chapter 1. Thank you for joining me today. If you're just now hopping on, make sure you give this video a thumbs up. Make sure you share it with somebody. These are four things you must know about angels. And stick around with me to the end. Because I'm going to teach you how to commission angels. Luke chapter 1. Starting... Don't worry, I didn't have a brain fart. I'm just reading something. Oh, verse 26. Look at this. Luke 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. So you see God takes the the angel Gabriel... And sends him on very specific duties. Very specific jobs to bring specific messages from the Lord. Hi, Rhonda. God bless you. Good morning. Laura, God bless you. We got people jumping on. 78. Let's see if we can hit 80. Keep liking, keep sharing this live stream. God is sending messenger angels into your life. Number three, the third key... That you must know about the ministry of angels. You can write this down. Angels obey the word of God. Or they hearken. Go with me to Psalm chapter 103. The 103rd Psalm. Verse 20. The angels of God obey the word of God. Psalm 103 verse 20 says this, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who are mighty and do his commands and obey the voice of his word. God's angels obey his word. So not only it says in Jeremiah chapter 1, Hey, Taylor and Victoria McCaffrey, God bless you. In Jeremiah chapter 1, it says God's spirit watches over his word to perform it, but God's angels are also watching over God's word to perform it in your life. Remember in Matthew chapter 8 with the centurion servant. It said Jesus sent the word only and it healed the centurion servant. I believe an angel of the Lord was sent with the word and healed the centurion's servant. The same way that there was an angel that was in the wilderness with God's people that healed them and took sickness and disease out of the water. So God's angels are watching over His word in your mouth as you speak it out, as you declare it, To go and cause God's Word to work in your life. Somebody type this in the comments. Angels are making God's Word work in my life. Angels are making God's Word work in my life. As I read God's Word, as I speak God's Word, angels are working on the Word. As I plead the blood of Jesus, angels are applying the blood of Jesus to my life. As I pull down strongholds, as I uproot principalities, as I speak God's word, angels are watching over God's word and performing it. And I'm going to show you how to do that now. When I learned this trick, I don't know why it's called, I'm not calling it a, it's a trick, but it's just the supernatural secret. This is a supernatural secret that was revealed to me by revelation knowledge on how to commission angels in my life. And when I started doing this, I started seeing God's word happen And come to pass in my life. You can write this down. Point number four. God's angels are harvesters. God's angels are harvesters. So Jesus said that when the rapture happens, angels are going to come into the earth and they're going to separate the wheat from the chaff. They will rapture those that are with Jesus and take them to heaven, and they will separate those that are not with Jesus. But angels are not limited to only harvesting souls. They also harvest your harvests, your seed sown. So I want to show you this. Luke chapter 10, verse 2. Luke chapter 10, verse 2. He said to them, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now Jesus is talking about souls that need to be saved. But it's also a principle. The angels of God are called the harvesters. Any seed that is sown, it's talking about in Matthew chapter 13 being the seed of God's word, any seed that is sown that produces a harvest in the kingdom of God, angels can be commissioned to bring in the harvest. So it actually applies to your finances as well. It says in Luke chapter 6 verse 38, as a man gives, it shall be given back unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It says in Galatians chapter 6, God is not mocked, so don't be deceived. Whatever a man sows, he also reaps. And it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, that somebody who sows bountifully, they're generous with their finances, they reap generously. I've seen this in my own life, and I'm going to teach you how to commission angels to bring in your harvest. When I received this revelation, I started to declare and profess what God's word said about my finances. The Bible says that God produces a 30-fold, a 60-fold, and in some instances, a 100-fold return on seed sown. So whenever I sow financial seed into the kingdom of God, Whenever there's somebody doing the work of God or I go to church and I sow financial seed, I commission angels to bring in my harvest. Somebody type in the comments, angels bring the harvest. Angels bring the harvest. Hallelujah. Angels bring the harvest. So there was an instance recently. I'm trying to think. I have just I have so many testimonies. There was a, an instant. Well, I'll tell you this one because this one was powerful. This one changed my life. It was the first time I ever gave somebody a thousand dollars. Now I understand not everybody can sow a thousand dollars, but many people can. It's not about the number, it's about the proportion. The first time I gave a minister $1,000, I started doing this. I started rejoicing, I started thanking God that he's not mocked, that whatever a man sows, he also reaps, and I started to declare and confirm what God's word says about seed sown. So I gave $1,000 to this minister, and this is how I commissioned the angels. I want you to pay attention, because this is how you do it. I said, I thank you, God, that as I sow bountifully, I reap bountifully. And I said, angels, cause the word to work. Ministering spirits, cause the money to come. Bring in my harvest for this seed sown, and devil, take your hands off my money. And then I began to rejoice and dance and shout unto God, and I thanked him that my harvest was on its way. So I commissioned angels, remember, the just shall walk by faith, not by sight. I don't have to see angels to commission them. I just commission them. I just declare, angels, cause the harvest to come in. And within probably two months, that $1,000 seed that I sowed turned into $30,000. That came into my hand. And it's produced even more now. Because the Bible says it'll 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. That's $100,000 that seed can produce. And I just began to commission angels. Angels cause the money to come. Bring in my harvest in Jesus' mighty name. And I watched it work in my life. The same way it worked in my life, it will work in your life. You got to make sure you're a tither. Make sure you're a giver. Make sure you obey what God's word says about giving. But if you will test him in this, God said in Malachi chapter 3. Watch as he opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing on you so great, you can't contain it all. He'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. He'll multiply your seed sown abountifully. And he'll increase you in all areas of your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. These are the four things you must know about the ministry of angels. And before I go, I want to give people an opportunity to give today. This ministry currently feeds 1,200 kids every single month in other countries that can't feed themselves. God has blessed us and graced us to be able to do that. We also have 11 other ministries that we support financially each and every single month. There you go. Samuel said, what about giving to the needy? That's right. We do give to the needy. So I want to encourage you to continue to help us advancing the kingdom of God. If you've been blessed by this message, I like how Brother Isaiah Saldivar says it, don't dine and dash. I encourage you to partner with us financially today, and I'm going to pray with you that the angels go and bring in your harvest. The same way God turned my $1,000 seed into $30,000 and even more, God will do for you. And you can help us to continue preaching the gospel online and in person. We've reached almost 10 million people this month on YouTube. We're reaching hundreds of thousands, even millions on TikTok. We're reaching millions each month on social media. And you can continue to help us out by giving to the advancement of the gospel. These are the different ways you can give. You can give on Cash App at dollar sign Revival Way. You can give through Venmo at RevivalWay. You can give through PayPal at RevivalWay. Or you can go to our website, RevivalWay.com, and click Partner Financially Today. And we thank you, everybody that gives to this ministry. If you're not already a financial partner, I greatly encourage you to partner with us each month. You can go to my website, RevivalWay.com, click Partner Financially Today. Even if it's $20 a month, $50 a month, or $100 a month, every dollar makes a difference. And we thank you for your giving. So I'm going to give people a second to give on Cash App, on Venmo, on PayPal, and on the website, and I'm going to pray with you, and we're going to believe God to do what he's done in my life, in your life as well, according to his word. We're going to commission angels to bring in your harvest because God does not lie. His word is true. Whatever a man sows is what a man reaps. So I thank you everybody for your giving. You're helping make a difference in this generation. That's right. Amber said, I'm encouraging who might be feeling the tug to give. Just do it. You won't regret it. Amen. Every time I've given, God has always given back to me. And I'm very thankful for it. So let me pray for you. Thank you everybody for your giving. I'm going to pray for you right now. And we're going to believe God according to his word. If you gave on your phone... Or whatever you gave. I just want you to hold your device that you gave financially on. And I'm going to pray with you right now. And the Bible says according to Matthew chapter 18 verse 19. That where two touch on a matter and agree. God makes it happen for them. So Father in Jesus name. I touch an agreement right now. Every person that gave today. Every person that's giving financially right now under the sound of my voice. Whether live or after this is posted. There is no time in the spirit. So those that are giving right now, Father, increase their seed sown. Angels, cause the word to work. Cause the money to come. Satan, take your hands off their money. I plead the blood of Jesus over their finances right now. And we thank you ahead of time for a bountiful harvest in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, everybody, for your giving. I agree with you with what you're believing for in Jesus mighty name. These are the four things you must know about the ministry of angels and stay up to date. If you haven't hit the notification sign on my YouTube channel yet to where you get notified, make sure you do that. Click the little bell so that you get notified every time I go live. We're getting ready to add... A few things. Oh, look at this. My buddy Dylan Stevens is on. Listen to this. Amen. I sowed a thousand dollar seed for the first time at the end of May last month, and it was the most profitable profitable month for my business. Over 200%. Hallelujah. I remember that. He drove two hours to come give us a thousand dollar check and to come hang out with me. And he said, correct me if I'm wrong, Dylan, but didn't you have your first $15,000 month after that? God doesn't lie. And this is good soil. We're seeing many people say it. I love you. I praise God for you. I thank you for your giving. I thank you for your partnership. I thank you that you've become one with us in the gospel. And I thank you for sharing this ahead of time. Join me tomorrow. I love you. God bless you. Adios.